Welcome to the Weaving Magic Podcast, where we discuss the different ways to weave magic throughout your daily life. We are your hosts, Alyssa Lilly and Tara Webb, and we are thrilled to guide you in this magical journey of exploration and ritual. Hello, welcome to the Weaving Magic Podcast. Yes, welcome, welcome. This has been in the works for a better part of 2021 and we are thrilled that you are here to listen to us to join us to grow with us uh, as we start this new journey my name is Tara Webb and I'm Alyssa Lilly and today we want to start with how we weave magic into our lives since oh I don't know our podcast is called weaving magic podcast (laughs) Not catchy at all. No. We want to talk about how we weave magic in our lives because that is how we see our day-to-day interactions. Um, that, that's where we start looking throughout our day when we maybe aren't as mindful. Or when we're cooking, we intentionally choose to do certain things to create magic throughout our life. Because if we look at magic... It isn't just, you know, what you would see in Harry Potter or in... On Halloween. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's not just going to be, you know, fake in the sense of like, oh, here's fake blood or here's, you know, bippity-boppity-boo or other stuff from Harry Potter. Wiggle my nose and my yes. whole house is clean. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, it would be awesome. Um, it's not that. It, it's more subtle, but also purposeful, I would say. Yeah. Um, Intentional. Yes, that's a good way of putting it. Definitely. And there are multiple ways that you can do this. And I think it, it goes back to mindfulness a lot. But for in my life, so I have four boys. And one of the major ways that we weave magic into our life is by pausing. And I just basically sit there and appreciate them as they're playing. That is magic. Being in that moment and seeing... I mean, if you've ever seen a kid play, that's their work. That is some intense brain activity. And when they start telling you all the adventures that they're making up in their mind and they're playing and navigating and being imaginative, that's storytelling. Yeah. They they are creating some beautiful... I mean, whenever my boys ask me, hey, mom, can you come play? Can you be so-and-so? And And I'm like, I have to cook dinner. Well, you can be so-and-so cooking dinner. (laughs) I'm like, okay. But it's, um, it takes a lot of work. And I feel like I have stepped away from, I think a lot of us have as adults, not playing as much. It's difficult. Mm -hmm. And it's work now, but as kids, it comes so natural. It does. And we don't appreciate it enough. So, I mean, that reminds me during the day to play. And if I want to talk about how I play, weaving magic I will literally I've done this in the past I think month or so probably two months where I have bought Harry Potter Legos for myself because I enjoy putting them together it it brings calm to my anxious mind Uh, my boys enjoy it and this started because my husband we were at Target one day and I was like, oh, look at this. And it was Fox. Um, 
as like the bird and you can move the wings by where I'm moving my hand like you can see me like twirling the um like a music like box a gear yeah. yeah and then it also had the Harry Potter chess my, my boys love chess and I was like oh this is so awesome I love this I really want a Harry Potter Lego set and I was on the phone with my husband or he was with me and he said well then get it and I said well no I'm, I'm not going to get that for myself I, I wouldn't buy that for myself and he's like okay then I'll buy it for you I was like, oh, well, okay, sure, you know. And then I let the boys put together the chess set because they were just so excited. And I put together my, my phoenix, and something sparked in me remembering how, you know, oh, this is for kids. This is silly, and they can. it's great for them to learn because it helps with their tactile and it helps with their mindset, but it's not for adults. And that's so far from the truth. There is so much magic, literally with Harry Potter, but magic in me putting together that set, it brings me to a place of appreciation. And presence. And presence, definitely. So that is one of the top ways that I see magic. And I also see it, you know, within my boys, just as they go throughout their interactions um, and their their vision of the world. It, it's beautiful. What would, what would be the top way that you would see it in your life, Alyssa? Weaving magic? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I would have to say mindfulness and, and pausing to bring myself to mindfulness. And mm-hmm. I, I typically use affirmations. And I do this with my with my baby girl, but I do it with, with my whole family. It will stop and I'll say, what are three things you're grateful for? Or what are a few things you love about yourself? Or we'll stop and just start saying affirmations. I am strong. I am capable. And reminding us of our power. Mm. Um, Another great way that I I love weaving magic is just in creating, whether that's cooking or crocheting. And, again, coming back to those affirmations, I am protected. I am safe. I am secure. I am beautiful and courageous. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because as we are recording this, we're currently up here in Colorado looking at this beautiful mountain, mm-hmm, this, this view in front of us. And a couple of days ago, Alyssa made us breakfast and she sang into our oatmeal as she was making it. Mm-hmm. And that is a way of weaving magic and bringing joy to your body, to your nutrition, to what you're eating. So if we look at water... I know this has been done. I don't know how many of our, our listeners will have known this, but you can look up like the study and experiments of water and saying like really harsh things, even to a plant. Let's I mean, at- I feel like you can taste this in your food you too, can. depending on like if you're in a bad mood and you make food and you mm-hmm. go and eat it, it doesn't taste as good. And you notice it more so in plants and you would like to look at it through water, you have to go through a microscope. So let's take the plant as an idea where when people put two plants, exact same, you know, maybe exact sunlight, all that kind of stuff. And one had affirmations and love given to it. Mm-hmm. And the, like, you know, I love you. You're beautiful. You're thriving. You're strong. Yes. The other plant, you're ugly. I hate you. Why the fuck aren't you growing? Go die. Mm-hmm. Okay. You literally see the difference in those two things. So imagine because our body is, has so much water in it and the, the living organisms that are inside of us. Imagine, and no, you don't have to be saying that directly to your food. I hate you. But what do you tell yourself every day, you know? Yeah, think what, about yourself talk. Mm-hmm. And what are you thinking about as you're cooking? 
right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we do cooking as a, a, a habit. Or even mindless. We're going yeah. through our to-do list. We have kids running around. Or, oh, I'm annoyed that they're running around. Oh, yes. I'm annoyed that I have this. And you're putting that into the food. I don't want to fucking cook today. Mm -hmm. yeah. You're putting that into the food. You're putting it into the mindset <clears throat> around you. And so that is one easy, not easy, I guess. It, it's easy in the sense of when you are able to think about it and do it. Mm -hmm. But it does take work to shift to that mindset. That. Yeah, to get yeah. into that mindset. Um, Versus cooking your food, playing some music, and dancing, and mm -hmm. singing, and letting your kids help stir even though they're going to make a mess. <laughs> And I think just, like you said, even just dancing, mm -hmm. it changes your entire feel, mm -hmm. um, changes the energy of the room and, and, you know, what's going on with that. And as Alyssa mentioned with food and you're asking, you know, what are three things you're grateful for? Another way that we weave, uh, weave magic in our family is every night, I guess you could say, you know, we eat dinner around five and all of us sit around the table me and my husband and uh, our three boys, because our fourth one is still really young, and we do three things. What was your best part of today? What was your challenge? And what are you thankful for? Because we want to focus on, you know, there are so many times throughout our day that, you know, something happens, and it ruins our entire day. Mm -hmm. We get so, oh, this person said this to me. And then we let it affect us. We let them Hyper take our focus. On they it. take our power. Yeah. We let them take that from us. And so we we do this with our boys so that we can remember something good has happened today. The entire day has not been bad. And also, what is your challenge? Because challenges, I think, a lot of times are seen as negative, and they can be. But I, I like to look at them as a positive as well because challenges help you grow. Mm -hmm. challenges change the situation of you know what's going on or, or your mindset around it and then I think all of us could always be more thankful even if you are extremely thankful I think we could still just be more thankful because there's so much around us mm -hmm. um, and if you're listening to this you're probably in the U.S. and that's one thing to be thankful for in general mm -hmm. just being in the U.S. versus you know another country that I mean, take out the politics and all the yeah, craziness. Yeah. We are blessed. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it, it just wanting, look at the air that we breathe. Or, you know, we don't have plastic in our water like you would see in other countries where it's just going through the rivers. Like that kind of blessed in the U.S. is what I'm talking about. Where for the most part, our air is mostly clean. Mm -hmm. Yes, there are places where it's sadly there's still dirty water. Um but we do have access to water in some ways. Those kinds of things that, you know, there are other places in the world that still, in first world countries, don't have those kinds of things. Um, I also feel like we could, um, it's magical to be more grateful mm -hmm. in, in every aspect, and really particularly when it comes to failure. Ooh. Or, you know, when we talk about challenges, we get to celebrate our failure because that that's how we learn. That's how we grow. Mm -hmm. If you, you know, got a job, you didn't like it, but you want to stick with it because you got the job and you feel like you have to, but you don't have to. It can be, okay, I failed, quote unquote, this job wasn't for me. No, you learned that that job wasn't for mm -hmm. you. You learned through that failure what thriving means to you, right? And this is something that we'll talk about a lot within the next few episodes, but Something that um, I say, and I think Alyssa agrees with me, is that 
trauma is good in some ways. No, that's not saying that people should go out and be abused. No, no, not by any means, but some, we all have some type of trauma and that trauma has helped us grow. Mm -hmm. We have to have some type of adversity to grow. And so by looking at a challenge, you're looking at, Hey, that was adversity. And this is how I grew. Because we always then ask, well, how, what, you know, what did you do to overcome that? What did you do? Mm-hmm. And if they say, I haven't done anything. Okay, cool. What would you do? How would you take that step? You know? I think another way of weaving magic throughout our day, and I know this is for both of us, is in our business. Yeah. Is calling in the clients, the uh, magical beings that we want to connect with. And that includes you because we have thought about you mm-hmm. thought about those that are listening to our podcast in our weaving magic community and setting the intention you're going to get mm-hmm. the medicine and the words that you need to hear today you're going to connect with something we believe that you know not every single part of this episode is for you but something will be because we just believe in so much of what we're saying we believe in so much of the connection between our medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we just truly believe that you're going to find something here. So we have intentions. We have beautiful thoughts that we send out to you that are listening. and All the good vibes. Yes, <laughs> all of them. All of them. And another really great way to connect to magic in your daily life is by coming back to your body. I think that's another really important one to focus on is reminding yourself throughout the day to go for a walk or to stretch your body or to sit and just check in. How does my body feel right now? Maybe even doing a body scan from your feet to your head or your head to your feet or whichever way you want to go and circling back to that gratitude. This body, this entity is what will be with you from the day you're born to the the day you leave this earth right? Mm -hmm. So we get to remember to come back to it and appreciate it and move it and dance and play. It's truly a magical experience once you start being intentional with your connection with your body. I agree. And I definitely think that as we're talking about our body with water and stuff, I see drinking water for our body and and for loving our body that way too. Mm -hmm. Uh, there are so many things that we talk about, but one of the ways with water is in the morning, putting your intentions in your water mm-hmm. as you squeeze lemon, if you put it in there, cause that's good for your digestion. Um, good for your body in general, um, squeezing lemon and saying, you know, Hey, just the silly phrase, right? When life gives you lemons, make lemons, <laughs> just something like that. Yeah. Um, or adding salt. Cause I add salt to my water because I, I need more warmth in my body and salt helps you retain the water and retain warmth. And so I love my body. I love the warmth that comes with this as I'm putting it in and you're stirring it. Thank you for firing up my digestion and supporting my health. Stirring it clockwise. So as I put those intentions in, uh, making tea, making coffee, all the same concept. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, once again, it brings it back to mindfulness, which I think is just a huge part of adding an intention into everything mm-hmm. that you do. Now, does this have to be everything you do all the time, all every day? No. no. There are times that we're not being intentional when we, you know, I'm trying to think of an example. Drive the car. Yeah. Or when we 
interact with our kids. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, sometimes um, when we get our phone and we're scrolling. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. And that's okay because I, I do believe that sometimes we need that escape. Mm-hmm. We, need, we need that step back from mm-hmm. um, because it is a lot in this body. Maybe our soul could handle it, the energy inside of us, but this body needs that time to just kind of take a moment back. It is very difficult to be mindful every second of the day. Do I think it's impossible? No. Do I think it is difficult when you have kids and a job that you maybe don't enjoy or a job that you do enjoy? Um, it is difficult. It's worth it, but that, that doesn't mean that it should be challenging every single time. You know, I'm not being mindful right now, so I'm going to beat myself up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's not what it's for. No, it's more about how can you create more moments of magic in your life? How can you create more moments of mindfulness? There is no lack. There's no lack here. If you have a day where you spent the whole day watching TV and completely zoning out, that's okay. That's valid. Sometimes we need that. But then the next day it comes, okay, how can I be a little bit more mindful today? And I think in that sense, it's, you know, did you choose to do that today? Yeah. Or was it so unmindful that, you know, you did it like, oh, I wish I had done this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because your mindful choice can be, today I'm just going to relax. I'm going to do nothing today. And that is actually doing something in a sense because mm-hmm. you're choosing that action. It's respecting your need. It's very beautiful. One of the things that I really love that Alyssa says is eating for your body. No, eating for your heart versus eating for your body. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was going to say soul in there somewhere, but I feel like that doesn't fit. <laughs> um, eating for your body versus eating for your heart. And I used to be so uptight about food, about the type of food we eat. And I still am pretty... Um, particular. Thank you. That's a good word. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find the right word for that. Um, particular. But there are times now that I accept, hey, I'm going to have this sweet. And maybe it's not the most ideal sweet, but I want it. And my heart wants it. Does that mean I always eat for my heart? No. My husband would... He takes that for me (laughs) and he will fully say it. He's happily to say that. But that's sometimes those things that you say would normally be quote unquote bad. They're not bad. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't don't think, I don't like putting labels good and bad. Food food isn't meant to control you. Money's Mm -hmm. not meant to be good or bad. Right. People like there's just this concept around it's this or this. Mm -hmm. And it's not true. There's not good or bad food. There's food. No. And you mm-hmm. choose what to eat mm-hmm. and respect why you're eating it. I think, again, mindfulness. Why are you eating the food? Are you eating it because you're craving it? Are you eating it because maybe you're having an emotional day and you need that support? And just acknowledging that. I'm eating this bowl of ice cream for my heart. And is my body going to regret it later? Maybe. That's okay. You needed that. In that moment, that's what you needed to support you. My husband will go and get something that you taught typically consider unhealthy, quote-unquote, moving air quotes, um, when he's had something stressful at work, when he's had something kind of trigger him mm-hmm. or bring him back to, like, an emotional response due to family stuff or, you know, whatever it is. And that's that's his home is that he would typically push it down and he goes to grab something. Now, he has realized this. So as he's eating what you would consider unhealthy, he's looking at to... Why did I go to this? Mm-hmm. What is this? And where is this coming? And start processing that yes. emotion. And that's okay. You know, that doesn't mean that once you process it, that I'm going to take, you should take this away mm-hmm. because that food can actually help you process it because there's mm-hmm. something soothing about it. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to take that away. Uh, I, I think of it with money as well. Um, I have the, our chore money on our mm-hmm. altar. And that's a way that we weave magic is that, 
there's something that Alyssa had told me a, a year or so ago that to bring the flow of money into their house, they put it on the altar and like constantly moved it back and forth, you know, so mm-hmm. it's not just stagnant. You're bringing like, oh, we're taking this and we're putting change back on. And so it, it brought this idea of the chore money for my boys. We give them cash and whenever they want to buy something, we'll just buy it on uh, my husband's card and we'll put that cash back onto the altar. Now, yeah, and it's, it's important for them to learn money exchange and we'll get to that like as far as like paying somebody when you go to a store for something that is very important. But at the moment, this has the beauty of the energy behind it. And I feel like so much of the time, energy with money is negative. Mm-hmm. When money is such a beautiful way to weave magic into your mm-hmm. life and to thank money, the energy around money, right? Mm-hmm. For the house you have, the food you're eating, mm-hmm. no matter what food or house that is. I mean, everything holds energy and it's about the relationship you cultivate with it. Cause you can have a negative relationship with food. You can have a negative relationship with money and the, and the beauty in that is you have the ability to foster a better relationship. You can heal that relationship. Definitely. I mean, I would say I, I, I used to have a very negative perception of money. Me too. Because money's the root of all evil. We've all heard that. Mm-hmm. And yes, you can become arrogant with money, but we need money in this life. We need a form of currency, of energy exchange in a sense. And if what you're putting out there is that money's evil if I have money, I'm going to be this person and this person, I'm going to be like this, then the energy of money is not going to come to you. And I would would love to do a podcast later on about this, going into the energy of certain things, mm-hmm. you know, that may seem inanimate. Because I know we can kind of understand energy around plants and, you know, beings and animals. But I feel like when we look at energy of like a rock, um, energy of money, of mm-hmm. a teapot, People are like, what is that? Doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, so I want to go into that later yeah, on. We can talk about that all day. <laughs> yes. Uh, but just looking at the energy of money, the energy of what you're choosing to do, I think of another way to bring mindfulness, you know, bring magic into your life is like Alyssa said, choosing to step outside. But as you put your feet, your bare feet on mm. the ground, and taking in those um, negative ions and recharging your system. Physically recharging your system. Because Mama Earth <laughs> gives us those ways to recharge. Um, all that, once again, energy comes up into your feet and helps you ground down. I think that's very important as well as, you know, the, the heat of the sun, the relaxing mm-hmm. Um, you're making me want to go outside, know, right? <laughs> the relaxing, I'm trying to give a word for the moon, the energy of the moon, the calmingness of mm-hmm. being in lunar energy, the waves. Yes. Being mm-hmm. in, with the waves for the ocean, all of it, the, the breeze, it, it all has a way to recharge a certain piece of you. And that is a beautiful way that I enjoy weaving magic with my boys is when they're climbing trees and I'm sitting in a swing and my feet are rubbing the dirt and I'm feeling that gravel like dirt beneath my feet, like scraping against it. It's very cathartic. Also, if you've never done this, I highly recommend it. Sunbathing and moon bathing mm. are magical. And like we were just saying, such a great way to recharge and notice what different emotions and sensations come up in your body and in, in your soul. 
it's it's so fascinating the difference and i will say as i uh we'll talk more about ayurveda later as well which is a body and mind connection mm-hmm. it is an an ancient science of uh india and it's the sister science to yoga and if you want to look at the three types of doshas which are your constitutions in your body uh sunbathing is maybe not as recommended for someone who is more hot-headed, more hot in their body. Mm-hmm. You can be out there in the sun for a little bit, so you want to be mindful. That is where, like she said, moon bathing. Mm-hmm. That is perfect for your soul. But if you're someone who maybe has a bit more stable energy, we can call mm-hmm. it, more grounded energy, maybe you feel heavier, and that doesn't necessarily mean overweight, just heavier, like with bones and in your body. Oh, sun energy is perfect for you. Mm-hmm. Or, so again, when you're doing those activities, just focusing, mm-hmm. how does it make you feel in your body? And if you're getting overheated, go back inside and, and choose. There's no set time. Yeah. No, no. Choose, you know, nighttime. If going out nighttime is actually too cooling, choose daytime. It, mm-hmm. it very much is, once again, being mindful of what your body is feeling and respecting it. And I would also say, I think you've mentioned this appreciating your body, but looking at your body and telling it, thank you. Mm. Um, here's my fat. We have a whole episode on that. Come <laughs> <We> do. <laughs> here's my fat and I love it. My hair has split ends, but that's because I've been brushing it and I have the ability to brush it. Thank you for keeping my head warm. <laughs> just, just the small things. I think, mm-hmm. uh, I also love putting oil on my body and my face as mm-hmm. a way to weave magic. We would love to hear, um, either via our Instagram or our community. We have a Patreon community. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. How are you weaving magic in your day? And um, maybe what was your biggest takeaway from this episode? Did you learn anything?